So you're looking out at the audience. You're very excited because you're presenting on a topic that you're absolutely passionate about. As you met people coming in, there were a couple of individuals in particular that were shaking your hand, just excited that you're there. Oh my word, you're my favorite. I'm I'm really excited about what you're speaking on. As everyone you know fills in all those seats and you're getting up to present, you're like, yes. It is super important for me as a presenter, this is what you're thinking, to have key friends in the audience so that I can get head nods, I can get encouragement. And, you know, you're thinking about that person who thought you're so amazing. You're like, ooh, let's find those two people. There's person one, there's person two. Great. They're in separate quadrants because you're going to look out at your audience as three quadrants, three separate sections, and you need one person from each section to kind of just be you know, celebrating you, liking you, giving you encouragement. So you get that kind of feedback. So you find your two people and thankfully they're in two separate zones. You find your third person and you begin presenting. Now, the question is, what happened to the two during the session that was unexpected? I'll share with you the answer in just a moment. Good day, friends. I'm Becky Pike Booth with the Bob Pike Group. And if you enjoy short, quick tips that are immediately applicable in the world of training and development, you have come to the right place because that's what we do every Friday here on the Creative Training Techniques podcast. We have over 375 recorded. Go ahead and check those out, but feel free to click the follow button, the like button, so you ensure that you don't ever miss a new episode. So what is the answer to the question that I just asked? And sadly, this happened to me. They're so excited, Becky, you're so amazing. This is just a reality check. One was falling asleep. Like, oh my gosh, you think I'm so amazing. And yet here you are, like you're following, falling asleep. And the second person is busy sitting and chatting next to the person. Now, later on, I mean, I do know that that person is talking about the concept that I am teaching on, but still I'm like, great. Two of the people who, that I had as my quote unquote friends in the audience are, are, are not very good friends in the audience. Uh, so today I'm going to share with you just a few more tips on what you can do for those classroom management, like wah, things that happen. Uh, so first is definitely have somebody from each quadrant that you can get the head nods from the encouragement from. And I recommend that you don't pre-select like I did. Go ahead and wait till everyone is seated and then you've been begun presenting and just see who that person is from each area. It's just going to help you to make sure that you move around the room and you don't focus on one section, leaving the others out. Now, remember, starting off strict. What is that? What is the visual image you get when I say start off strict? The image I get is of uh, somebody holding a ruler and saying, put out your hand. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you do want to be more specific and strict and have expectations that are a little more, um, I guess, specific in nature at the beginning because that sets like the, the line for control in the classroom. And remember, the presenter is never actually in control. It's the learners that control the situation. But if I have specific um you know, hey, this is how we do things. I'm going to set you up in pairs. We're going to be swapping that out. If you're very specific with that and intentional, it will happen. And participants love knowing what to expect. After you've had a challenging conversation, let it go. Don't carry it over the next day. 
treat every single day, every single person brand new every single time. Ironically, this week, my husband is a professional golfer and he teaches lessons and a student um, hit him with a golf club. And although probably not intentional, it, it was a pretty hard swing and, and he is injured from it, uh, which doesn't typically happen. But when kids aren't paying attention, obviously they swing clubs and people can get hurt. In this case, it just happened to be my husband. But he had to let it go. The only way he was able to do that was to, one, tell me about it when he got home, and two, call another colleague who has had the same problem or would know how to handle it better to let it go and got feedback from them. So be sure to, to let it go and do what you need to do. Another one is to just be consistent. If I call on somebody with short hair and then the next time it's somebody with long hair and the next time... I just want to be consistent that it's not the same person every single time, but I do want to be consistent in getting team leaders because that's going to help me with my classroom management. Um, a list of procedures. Have that list. I also have one for when I travel, like what am I supposed to bring so I don't forget anything. Uh, like a power cord to your computer. I don't know. I didn't have that written down because, duh, you should just bring that, right? It's on my list now. Uh, but you might have a list of procedures that you're going to do during the classroom. Um, and think of, hey, I need to just be consistent with that. And what are some fun ways to incorporate this group or, you know, kind of, list of procedures that need to happen for us to be able to do well as a class. And then don't take your participants' behavior personally. It's It happens to us all. And believe it or not, I've even, I know, right? I'm so perfect. No, but I have created difficult participants myself just by the way I gave an example or I said something to someone. And so Forgive yourself. Take a minute, pause, step back, and forgive yourself and move forward because if I did something wrong, I'm going to apologize in front of the whole audience, but if it's just something that I'm frustrated about my own personal presenting style, I'm not going to tell the whole world about it. I'm not going to tell the, the group of people I'm training about it. I'm just going to give myself at break time a moment to just, hey, how can I do this better in the next half of this section? All right, so those are just a few of our back-to-school classroom management tips. We will see you next Friday on another podcast of Creative Training Techniques. Enjoy your back-to-school weeks coming up. We'll see you soon.